Amen. Well, uh, today we're all going to, this is going to be a, a workshop type Sunday, um, which are always fun. But the past few weeks, uh, starting in August, we've been talking about the vision of the awakening, which is uh, nothing too fancy. It's just, we try, it's Bible oriented, where we just talk about um, what our vision is for worship. And you know, worship corporately at, you know, next five or 10 years, we want to have morning, noon, and evening worship and prayer going on. We want people to uh, engage personally in thanksgiving and praise and worship because what you bring to church, when, when, when we gather together, whatever church looks like, whether it's here or somewhere else, what you, what you bring matters. And so if I'm bringing in a week's worth of thanksgiving and praise then it overflows onto my neighbor and it affects the how we encounter the lord corporately um not that god's restricted by that because he does anything he wants to but um but it does help and so then we out of worship because that's the first commandment the second commandment is to love your neighbor and so whatever form that looks like whether um, you bake a cake for your neighbor or you share the gospel, or you, you let them borrow your lawnmower, or what, all the forms of love that looks like, or you, you do it in the name of Jesus. Man, you can borrow my lawnmower because Jesus loves you, brother. And, um, and so you, however it comes, God's just not limited in the way that he uh, can love on people. He constantly creates different ways. I just heard a testimony this morning of... Uh, a person whose parents were Greek Orthodox, they're praying for their, their son. He went to bed an unbeliever and woke up a believer because he had a dream that he met Jesus. And so he woke up a convert. And it's like, God just isn't restricted. He's not restricted to save by few or by many. That's what Jonathan told his armor bearer because there's two of them, 15 Philistines, and he's like, you want to get these guys? And his armor bearer said, wherever you go, I'm going, man. And Jonathan was like, well, God's not restricted to save by few or by many, is he? And like, no. Nah. And they went and they sacked the Philistines. So he's not restricted. Um, thirdly, we talked about discipleship, about how you, uh, the main way to be discipled is you find somebody to support their mission. <laughs> you go find somebody to serve. And out of that place, um, you get discipled. But if any of these messages you want to hear more about, they're on the website. And then fourthly, we want to have a prophetic culture, which means a culture where the inheritance of every son or daughter of God is that you get to know, you know your father's voice, right? You know your father's voice. So last week I taught on the prophetic. This week we're actually going to do the prophetic. And if this is your first time ever doing anything like this, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. All right. So we're going to get activated in the prophetic. Just a few things to touch base on before we get, get into it. The purpose of the prophetic is to reveal the love of God. All right? It's to reveal the love of God. So um, in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul said, if I can prophesy, if I have words of knowledge, if I can heal if I, can, if I give, sacrifice my body, if I do all those things, but I have not love, it, it's all in vain. All right? And then 
the next chapter, he says, pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts. So you want the word of knowledge. You want miracles. You want those things, but it's got to be all done through love. As Galatians 5, 6 says, every act of faith needs to be done through the filter of love. And then he says, especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. So edification means to build up. That word comes from, from the word oikos and dome. Oikos is the word household. Dome is to build up. So when you edify, and this is in 1 Corinthians 14, is in the context of a local church like the awakening. When you speak and prophesy, it's to build the other person up. It's to give them courage, to edify them, promote another person's growth, to strengthen and encourage them. Exhortation. This means like a calling near, a, a summons, uh, an encouragement, or like a urgently adv advising someone. So sometimes this can be like uh, in the sense of where you're like, man, I'm re this is really important, man. Like God's so got this on his heart and it can also mean like a trying to like kind of get you back on track so I was I told last week where Jessica and I um, we had a a difference with a, a, a friend of ours at a church back in Texas wasn't anything major but we just disagreed on how to do something never happens right Any, anybody so anyways um, and so we were just you know Jessica and I had our viewpoint, our friend had their viewpoint, and I had another friend come up to me in church, and he said, hey, man, Lord, give me a word for you. And I was like, yeah, man, what is it? He said, Lord says, get over it. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, whoops, that was the uh, exhortation word, all right? And I needed to hear that word. I was like, yeah, Lord, I do that. I just let it go. It's not a big deal. So I let it go. You need that in your life. Consolation. This is to comfort, uh, to console. And so sometimes this looks like a, a confirmation of a word or, or God just comforting you. Maybe you're in a hard place and God just, it's like, wow, God sees me. He sees where I'm at. He sees my situation. God, you're so kind. And and so it can be for that purpose as well. Now, a few rules for us. There, we have prophets. You know, there's prophets in the body of Christ, and they've been given a special grace to uh, go into details for our purposes this morning. No dates, no mates, no babies that are predictive in nature. Now, you may have a word for somebody's child or something like that, as long as it's good. You know, then it's probably from the Lord's. But, uh, you know, this isn't, most uh, rebuking is done out of relationship that you have with somebody, not with, in the form of a, uh, a public word and whatnot. So we want to encourage, exhort, exhort and, and comfort, okay? So no dates, mates, or babies. All right, so what we're going to do. All right, I just have two things real fast. Um, so 
in the regards to dates, mates, and babies, um, I haven't seen Travis run as fast as I did one time when I was pregnant and somebody put their hand on my stomach like a stranger. Um, he like sprinted from the back of a room like to the front and I, he like showed up and I'm like, what are you doing? He was like, they're touching my baby. And I'm like, oh, I gave him permission. Okay, so let me explain what I'm saying. Like, if you, so if you're trying to give somebody a word of love and encouragement, then you want to build trust. And the way you do that, especially if someone's pregnant, is you say, could I put my hand on your stomach? And you're completely fine if they say no. Right? It's their baby. Their job to take care of them. Okay? This isn't about you. It's not personal. And if it is, not a problem. Okay? I'm just giving you a few tidbits. You don't want the daddy coming up, you know, like. Anyway, it was great. I mean, because they had asked permission, all was well. If not, you know, Travis would have just removed their hand probably. So, <laughs> so um, just being aware that, like, you're a stranger to someone. And so you're building trust. I'm just giving you a few pieces of information. Second, I want to encourage you, if you've never done this before, or if you have and had a negative experience. So upstairs here, we have toddler church. And so um, the other day, we had um, a group of them. Most of them are three and under, okay? And so the other day, they did a listening to God, a hearing God activity, toddler church, Okay. And so um, they ask, uh, okay, who wants to pick a question to ask God? So Kezia, y'all know Kezia, she was up here earlier. She's three. Now she will be four in a couple of months. So, I mean, you know, but she's three currently. Uh, she said, I want to ask God, I have this written out. I want to ask God um, why there are leaves on the trees. Okay, intriguing. So they did. They asked God why there were leaves on the trees, and then they closed their eyes, and they listened, and they got a couple of answers, the three-year-olds. The answers were, because he thinks they are pretty, because they keep the animals safe. Pretty good answers, right? Like, there are three. So just turn your brain off. And listen to God. <laughs> so the th just remember, like, the three-year-olds. Like, isn't that encouraging when you think about it? Like, yes, that's what they do. They keep the animals safe, and they're pretty. Like, it's super simple. So I just wanted to give you some courage that Kezia and Alora can come down here and start giving y'all some prophetic words if we need some help because they can turn their brain off and just listen to God, you know? But as adults, we have all this stuff inside of us, so... As we do the prophetic activation, um, just remember how simple it is and how we are all children of God. And so he really doesn't see us a whole lot different than he sees the toddlers upstairs um, because we're, um, we're toddling around, tripping, falling, and um, doing the same kind of things. So, Thanks, babe. She always ties up my loose ends. Um, so what we're going to do with... We're going to break up into groups of four, all right? And I want you to get with people, if possible, that you don't really know that well, okay? So more family, you're going to have to break up. I'm sorry. But 
Um, but so I want you to do that right now. If there is an odd number, let us know. We'll try to get you in. But because we want to try to do every person's one-on-one, -on -one, you're going to switch partners each exercise. But go ahead, break up into groups of four, preferably. All right. So the first thing, first exercise we're going to do, you, you pick one person in your group, and the two of you are going to minister to each other this first time, and then the next exercise you'll switch with somebody different in your group. So you're going to do a scripture. So you're going to ask God to give you like a Bible verse, a scripture for that person, all right? And uh, you know he might give you a scripture. You don't even know what it is, but you know, look it up in the Bible, find it out. If it says uh, you'll be stoned to death, probably find a different scripture or something like that. But <laughs> Um, but ask God to give you a scripture for that person and um, don't start preaching a sermon to them though okay don't start giving a three point sermon about what the scripture means just give them the scripture and uh, just start, with, start from there alright y'all go ahead All right, gang, let's move on to the next exercise. So on this next one, what you're going to do, you're going to pick a different partner within your group, okay? So if I'm in this group, so just to be clear, even though you're in groups of four, so like last exercise, maybe it was Chris and Matt, and they, they shared a, a scripture for one another, and Lori and Silas share a scripture for each other. Now... This next exercise, person of the Bible, will be Chris and Lori, Matt and Silas, and so on. Does that make sense? So, because doing one, everybody doing each person in the groups, not gonna, we're not gonna have enough time for that. So you're just switching partners through the exercise. If I didn't make that clear the first time. Um, all right. So this time, person of the Bible. So you ask God to give you a person of the Bible for that person. So, you know, one of the. So you may, you may be like, man, I see you as a Joshua or, or whatever it may be. But you ask God once he did, what he wants you to t tell you about the person you're ministering to through this person of the Bible. So that does, now when somebody, if somebody says, hey, Travis, you're Joshua, it doesn't mean I'm exactly like Joshua. It just means there's certain characteristics of that person in the Bible that I, that I may carry, right? Does that make sense? So it's, it can be an encouragement. It can kind of give you uh, a model, you know, for, for your life in some ways. So do that. That's the next thing. Switch your partners up. Ask God, Lord, who is this person like in the, in the Bible? Okay. Let's move on to the next exercise. How many of y'all are being uh, encouraged right now? Strengthen, build up. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. All right. So next, now if you, 
go back to your first partner. That's totally fine. You're just switching partners to each exercise. This third one, we're looking for pictures or visions. Okay. So ask God to give you an inner picture or vision or a vision is an animated picture uh, for another, the other person. Ask him what he wants to tell them through it. And pictures and, and visions are almost uh, always symbolic in nature, okay? And so um, I, I gave, I'll use this example. I gave a word for Megan at staff meeting Tuesday about she's open to pollination, uh, that the Lord will bless her. And out of, because she's, her heart's open, um, that's how she's going to, bear much fruit is just simply because she receives pollination from the Lord. And then later on, she texted me this picture of somebody randomly handed her a packet of flower seeds and it said, open pollinated. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, those, those types of things are, are symbolic in nature and God's just really good and faithful. So take a moment, ask the Lord, what's the, what, picture or vision you want to give me for this other person and then trust what he gives you. Alrighty. Let's move on to the next exercise. All right. So next exercise is uh, about past, present, or future. Prophetic words are not just uh, not, they not only reveal the future, they, they can also interpret the past and give understanding to the present. So I want you, you're going to pick one of these three. So you're going to ask the Lord, um, for example, like, God, what moved your heart about the childhood of person X, Y, Z? Or God, is there anything you want to tell me about this person, about their current circumstances? Like, and, ask, and you just say, say, Lord, show me something good or show me what, were, what, was, um, what moved your heart or what's moving your heart currently about this person, what moved your heart when they were a child. What, and and is there anything, if, if you want to pick, but you're going to pick pa either the past, the present, or the future, okay? And uh, switch your partners up. Let's do it again. This will be the last one. I love seeing people get in touch. So does anybody, I just want one or two testimonies, quick testimonies about a word that you received from somebody, like a little 30-second testimony. Some, anybody willing to share? All right, Daniel. I'll, I'll hold it for you. Um, she, when we did the verse one, she gave me a verse about, uh, what can, it was like, what was it again? 
Wait, well, she said, she gave me a verse that has also been prophesied to me before. So, I mean, out of all the verses in the Bible, I got it twice. So that must mean something, right? That's good. Confirmation. Anybody else? So I've been a mess this whole time. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I came in today literally like running on fumes. Um, and every single time we did this, it was just like confirmation after confirmation of, of things that I've been kind of hoping about. And, you know, you're like, I thought God said this about me. And you hold on to that hope. And after a while, it starts to kind of fade and dwindle and you start kind of feeling depleted and every every word that they spoke from the scripture to the person to everything that they've said has just just been confirmation and just has poured hope back into me because I was running running really low today. Yeah God's good. He is so good and faithful. Let's do one more one more quick testimony. Anybody? Bueller. All right, here we go. Now I'll come to you. This is real quick. Me and Cal gave each other basically the same word. It was, we both saw birds. That was cool. I was like, all right, you know, we're hearing from the same guy when he gives the same message. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, how we're going to close out this morning is uh, we're not going to have a ministry time per se because y'all been ministering to each other. And, but if you do, if any, anybody else needs some extra prayer, we'll have our ministry team over here to the side, but we're not going to close uh, with a song this morning or anything like that. I just want to pray for us, and then we'll uh, pack up the chairs and carpet. Hey, I want to say thank you for being flexible. This is not... You know, some this may have been challenging for some of you, maybe a little uncomfortable, but the, most of the things of God are on the other side of inconvenience or discomfort. <laughs> um, and so it's uh, because it, whenever you do travel to the other side through that, it means more for you. It places a higher value on that thing that you gain. Um, wifey, you got anything you want to add? Okay. Well, Father, we just thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your voice. Lord, we don't live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from your mouth. We thank you for your, the scriptures, God, that are God-breathed and, and bring life to us and bring hope. We thank you for the words that you speak to us personally, Lord, that uh, outside of scripture, but come into alignment with your word. And so, Lord, all of your words for the end purpose of giving us joy because Jesus said these words I speak to you that your joy may be made full. And so Lord, um, your goal is always joy. Your goal is always peace. Your goal is always righteousness in Christ Jesus. So we thank you for that, Lord. Let these words, um, every word from you, Lord, let it settle on our hearts and continue to bring us life in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, if you guys could just one second. We have, I want to remind you, we have Awakening 101 at 3.30 at our house. Uh, 
text in 101, see Megan to get your form to fill out to bring with you. And um, if you want to give to the car fire, you put the amount and car. Is that right, Megan? Car fire after it. Um, if you have questions about that, come talk to us, and we could use your help cleaning up. Thank you so much.